Welcome to this week's episode of PI Perspectives. Matt took the show on the road and visited Destin, Florida. While in town, he was able to sit down with Patrick Andrews, the owner of Cross Tracks and TIG Risk Service. Patrick is also the creator of the Investigator Alliance, a national listing for insurance investigators. The guys discuss case management and why it is such an important tool to help you manage and grow your business. Don't think you need case management? Well, think again. Pat breaks it down for us and gives you some great reasons to make sure you have a system in place. Learn how he took his regional company into a national force in the insurance industry. It's only fitting that this episode is brought to you by Crosstracks Case Management Software. Crosstracks integrates with programs you already use like QuickBooks, DelphPoint, ScopeNow, Investigation Video Editor, Word, and more. The integrations combined with powerful features such as automated audio transcription and report generation help investigators generate revenue and improve efficiency. The system can be customized for any investigative specialty. Start your free trial today at crosstracks.co and use promo code PIP20. Now let's drop in on our guys in sunny Florida and check out the topic of the week. Here's your host, private investigator, Matt Spare. And welcome to the next episode of PI Perspectives. This is Matt Spare. I'm your host. I am down in Destin, Florida today. I have the privilege of sitting in front of Patrick Andrews, who uh, owns TIG and Crosstracks and is involved with the PI Alliance. He's a, he's a real entrepreneur, folks, and uh, just spent a day or two chatting with him and, and understanding how he got into business and things he's done. And I'm, I'm really, really excited to have him here. So uh, thank you so much, Patrick, for joining us today. Welcome. Wow, Destin is cool. I've never been here before. I'm having a good time. It's uh, definitely a beach town. It's quiet. Very quiet. <laughs> I got a really good night's sleep last night, which is awesome. So why don't you tell me a little bit about your background and then how you got into the business? We started TIG approximately 21 years ago, this June, and I got into it. I used to be in manufacturing uh, with my business partner, who I've known for over 40 years, Robert Seymour. We started out as a regional company, and because of the work quality that we did, our clients wanted us to go nationwide. And with that, we needed some kind of system which uh, at the time there wasn't much out there, we decided to build our own. And we built that about 17 years ago, which is cross tracks today. So TIG is the Insight Group uh, Risk Service, right? That, Correct. That, that's your investigation company. Correct. Also, you have a military background, right? Air Force. I do. So Air thank, Force. Thank you for serving, sir. Tell me a little bit about what you did when you served. Uh, both my partner and myself, we were both military working dog handlers, narcotics, explosives, uh, I was stationed on Guam where I met my wife. Uh, uh, we ended up at the same base in Kansas and uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, things didn't work out. Uh, that, you know, I wanted to become a police officer working with uh, dogs, but uh, a lot of bureaucracy out there. So I yeah. just decided to uh, go into the business world. Yeah, probably a better route. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so that, that that's great. Um, and your company, you base a lot with insurance fraud uh, nationwide. Correct. Uh, your business model uh, is, is basically on vo- volume-based, right? That's, it is. Yeah. It's a volume-based business, uh, and that's where Crosstracks comes in and helps significantly. We don't need all the manpower to handle all the files because of the automation of the system. Okay, great, great. And um, t- tell me about, about how many investigators do you have in your network nationwide? Uh, we've got about... Over 300 part-time investigators that work for us, 
Okay. Uh, the industry's kind of changed that way, and we've got uh, about 20-something full-time guys. Uh, we don't have the ability to have full-time guys everywhere, right. uh, but uh, for our reach and what we do, um, what our protocols are, our investigators, uh, and it changes on a monthly basis, could be up or down 25, but uh, for the most part, uh, you know, we, uh, we've got nationwide coverage. Okay. We were talking about Crosstracks itself and how you, you built it and the amount of money you've invested in R&D is impressive. Very cool. So you have this passion of making your product better, right? It's not just bringing something to market, but it's something that's continuing to grow and, and get better and, and basically uh, be an advantage to the, to the users. Um, I thought it was really, really cool. Yeah. And when we first started about three years ago, uh, again, it was strictly our system was designed strictly for the insurance fraud business and what we learned through other investigators that came on board that are doing defense work and a variety of other things is that we needed to change some things. So it's been about a three-year process of changing as many things as, as we've can, as we could and uh, to bring the product where it is now. And, and it's always ongoing. Right. There's always things that we're doing. We're talking to people now about process service and bounty hunters and how they can utilize the system that we have. Right. And we were having lunch yesterday and we were talking about even law firms, which I think is great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Law firms, uh, you know, have in-house investigators and, uh, you know, what better way to utilize a system where you can, uh, you know, have a professional system that's set up. It's secure. The system that we have and where we we run it on AWS, which is the world's largest uh, cloud-based system. And it's got security measures put in place that, uh, you know, PIs need. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I thought one of the cool things too was the ability to take all your emails and upload everything just by sending an email to yourself. Yes. <laughs> Which I think is Well, it puts a fingerprint. We try to put great. a fingerprint on everything. Yeah. I don't know like how many times you get subpoenaed when they're like, bring all your files to court. And I'm just like, oh God, I got to go now back and dig everything out. But it's so great that it's just right there. You know, although there's sometimes, you know, I don't want to bring files with me. True. <laughs> like uh, I have no recollection, right? <laughs> so that that's cool. It's impressive. And, you know, your team here has just been great too. Everyone's very hospitable. Um, they've been um, really awesome in, in uh, patience, <laughs> showing a guy who, who doesn't really understand uh, the system to, to get in and, and do that. So tell me a little bit about the Alliance. How does that work? The Alliance was something that we came up with uh What's unique about the PI industry is there's a lot of state organizations, but there's really no unity. And this is going to be a, it's a process, it's a challenge. What we're trying to do is build in the Investigator Alliance, whether you're a Crosstracks user or if, you, if you're a small, really small, and you don't have work coming in except from, you know, other companies like, say, a TIG or a variety of other users in there that use the Alliance, you can start there. And as your business grows, I had a gentleman this morning, for example, he's got one client, mostly at PI firms around the country use him. And I said, listen, it's a starting point. And he's going to utilize Crosstracks now as an entry-level user. And he's going to have people coming in, using them in the alliance. And uh, uh, it's just trying to build something and and give to people. There's some some other applications out there, but it's not like this. And it gives them the ability to to jump, get familiar with Crosstracks from uh, uh, doing the reports and such, uh, to actually diving into it and and trying to start your own company. Because the the way technology is today, you don't need an office. You can, I mean, I don't have clients that come in here. Our doors are always locked. So they've got the ability to work from a home office and, and start there. If they want an office down the road, they can certainly do that. Yeah, I think you end up, uh, you know, we were talking about this at lunch yesterday, you end up getting a better um, quality person when you're 
giving them the leeway to do the work on their own and set their own schedules. Um, you get the work done. You know, obviously, they have to produce. And with, with cross tracks, you can keep track of their production, which is pretty cool too, right? So yes. you give them that responsibility. And if they're not, um, if they're taking advantage of it, they're not producing it, it's very easy uh, to have the analytics to say, well, I think probably this is not a good match here. Um, that was one of the other things I thought was really cool. With this the system. metrics? Yeah, the metrics. Yeah, yeah really. I, I'm a numbers guy. Like, I love that stuff. And what's funny is I stink at math. Like, I was terrible in college. But as soon as you start your own business and you learn what QuickBooks is, you become a math wizard because now you have this you know, personal, uh, it, it's more important to you, right? <laughs> the numbers at the end of the day. Well, all the information, everybody that's utilizing it gets to utilize what TIG is doing. Right. I mean, these, all these things in here come from clients. Example, the metrics. We had one client one time that said, oh, you're, you know, you're shooting 50% video. It's not good enough. In 15 minutes, we had an email go back with a report showing we were shooting 72% video what our on time stuff was, right. you know, did we heat anybody up? I mean, a variety of things and never heard back. Yeah, the numbers don't lie, man. Exactly. <laughs> Go get your shine box, right? Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's awesome. So, uh, you know, one of the other things I was, I was very impressed with is just your passion for, for business and being an entrepreneur. So tell me a little bit about that. Like, how, how, what, what drives you? What, uh, how do you put these projects together and, and, and what's the passion behind it? Well, the starting point is I grew up poor. Right. Long Island and uh, grew up on welfare. So there was always a drive there. Uh, everything else is, uh, you know, trying to get, uh, again, I'm not the smartest person out there, but I can look at people around me and I can pull the strengths from them because we've got a lot of good people here that can actually benefit the company. Right. And I'm a big team player. I talk about a team, uh, everybody in my office. I mean, I treat, try to treat everybody with respect and try to push them for their potential. And when they're not up to their potential, I reinforce that too. Right, yeah. You have to. Right. Uh, so, uh, you know, we're, we're excited about the people we have and where we're going and how we're growing. I mean, there's not many companies out there that have grown for 21 straight years. Wow. So. Well, I've only, I only got 15 years in, but it is nice to go back and, and look at the numbers and see like, wow, okay. You know, I, I've literally grown every year. And we're, we're doing something right. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, But there's always room for improvement. Always. We always look to improve. Always. Uh, I tried to, uh, you know, we saw an opportunity and, I, and with Crosstracks, the main opportunity was I was the money I was spending every month on IT costs, on just everything was astronomical, it was between fifteen dollars and $20,000 a month. Right. You were talking about server farms <clears throat> and just ha having to house that information. Yes. So mm. when we, when we updated our system, cause we had to do a whole revamp cause software has to be updated. Right. Uh, you just don't build a system and then, okay, here come the clients. It doesn't work like that. It's a business like any other business. You have to maintain it. And uh, the, the maintenance costs are different now because we've got a lot of users in here. Right. And I pride myself because we're in the fraud business. Uh, one of our competitors talks about, you know, they're an IT company and your information is owned by another PI company. Well, I'm a reputable company. I would never do anything. And, and the information that I share with PIs that call me, I, I don't have a problem with talking about business because every one of these users in here, I don't compete with them. I don't no. even know who they are. No, we're all working together. With, yeah, which is they're they're great, doing yeah. different industries yeah. and it's exciting because I'm learning something new, but that's right. not my passion for that. We're focusing on the niche that we're in, high volume, low margin, right. and it's a business that intrigues me. How can we make it better? Right. So uh, I enjoy working with other investigators because I learn. Of course, always. I mean, that that's one of the spirits of going to conferences 
even as a vendor going to conferences and and speaking with investigators and they say oh I, I don't i don't like what you're selling i do it this way and this is why right and you you learn like how are you going to lose your case or how are you going to lose your client or or how are you not going to be able to close that sale by having conversations with people that maybe aren't doing it or you educate them and say hey man like you do it much better so like for me i was one of those guys i was like I don't need this case management system, right? I'm not big enough. I'm doing everything myself. Um, you know, maybe one day I'll be there. You know, that the, these were always the thoughts that were in my head. Like, I can't justify spending X amount of dollars a month. And it, it's really, it's when you think about it, it's so short-sighted, right? It's the same thing about like hiring an operations manager. I waited so long to do that. Cause I'm like, yeah, why would I pay somebody? I can do everything myself, but you know, there's not enough hours in the day. Right. And the second I did bring that person on my business jumped. So when you go back and you reflect and you say 21 years of growth, these are the reasons why, right? Getting that infrastructure in, in place. And I think um, guys in our industry and girls in our industry that do this stuff, especially the, the, the quote unquote mom and pops, the, the smaller level people, they don't understand the benefits of how to take their business to the next level. You know, they'll listen to a podcast, they'll read a book, they'll, they'll, they'll um, go to a, a seminar and somebody will, will tell them, okay, you know, this is what you got to do, this and that. But implementing the actual software is like, they're not doing that, <laughs> you know, not making that step because they have this antiquated, I'm comfortable doing it this way. And there's that fear of trying something new, right? I think it's a big problem. It is. And what, what I try to do is, uh, as the owner of the company, and I get a lot of people shocked that I call them. Because uh, I enjoy talking to them. You know, what kind of business are you in? It intrigues me. And I tell everybody, I, uh, I tell them when they go through our trial, trial another company. And I usually give them a recommendation because there's only one other out there that I, I think is good. And no free commercials for anybody else. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> but uh, but the, the, the issue is if you look at the system side by side, yeah. they're good we're better and every all the features that we have and they may not use them but if you use cross tracks as your company grows you're going to see the benefits of that and you were talking about i mean we have an entry plan for 35 dollars uh i mean how many investigators drink coffee every day yeah okay (laughs) if you go to starbucks man that could be one day (laughs) so exactly so if they look at their business and they're going to save time and i mean for 35 dollars what are you billing you're billing your time so you can take that and spread it out over course of a month easy i mean you're looking at a you know a a dollar something a day it's a write-off that's the other thing you don't understand this is the cost of doing business yes right so it's you're building it into your price and if you're not then you're not billing properly right and it's a write-off anyway so it, it it doesn't make sense so we kind of jumped the gun here a little bit because I do want to get into that, but I want to jump out real quick and just take a, a, a quick break and we're going to regroup. We're going to talk about cross tracks a little bit more. We're going to talk about the Alliance a little bit more okay. uh, and really dig in. So sit tight guys. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Satellite Investigations, the leading investigation firm in New York. If you have any investigative work you need done in New York state, please reach out to satellite at satellitepi.com. And welcome back to PI Perspectives. This is Matt Spare. I'm coming to you today from Destin, Florida. I am here with Patrick Andrews from Crosstracks. Welcome back, Patrick. Thank you. Yeah, so we started getting into the nitty gritty here of uh, uh, what the benefits are of using a case management type system. And uh, again, I was saying earlier that I was I was that guy that said, I don't need it, right? And uh, 
I, I would go at certain seminars and, and get that quick presentation. And I was like, no, all right. It does all these things that I don't need it to do. That was one of my excuses too, right? Why would I pay all this money for stuff that I don't like? I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm not going to do this. And it was, again, it was so short-sighted. Um, yeah, I don't need to do all that stuff or maybe it doesn't fit my business model. But the, the things that do fit my business model that can help me be more efficient, I didn't realize it. Right? Yeah, that's exactly it. Uh, that's what people, exactly what you're saying, talk about. I don't need that. I don't need that. But what do you need? And everything that you do need, that you do use, is in there. And as you develop your company, those other things are going to pop up. You're going to go, wow, I can use this. Right. Uh, there's, a, there's so many features in this system that people don't use. And the good thing about the, this, this thing is it's driven by my PI company because we use every aspect of this software. So if there's an issue, who do you think is going to find it first? Yeah. We do all the testing before we roll anything out, and uh, uh, it's it's a great gauge for what we need to do. That's a great model, you know. Um, you know, being able to bait it essentially with a company you own, genius, <laughs> very, very cool. Um, but you know, for me, again, you, taking a step back and saying, okay, here's where my business is. I, I talked on an earlier podcast of like every. November, I go through and I say, okay, here are my goals for the following year. You know, this is what I want to do to grow my business. Um, and I, I sit back and I say, okay, um, here's where I'm at right now. Here's where I want to be. How am I going to get there? Right. And the truth of the matter is, is, is where my business is right now. It's nice having a system like yours in there to keep everything organized. It's definitely going to help me be more efficient. Is it a game changer for me right now? Maybe, maybe not. I'd like to say yes. But I know six months from now, when my business is at that particular level, because I implemented and put these procedures in place, it's going to help me take it to even the, the next level. So the smaller shops out there, the people that may just be one investigator, maybe one or two or, or three, you think you got everything handled. But man, wouldn't it be nicer to have like more of your day back to do other things where you're not as invested in trying to get the minutia done of, of little things? Absolutely. And that's really what you have to look at. Right. Yeah, you know, I've been impressed and I'm excited. I went uh, and started having meetings with my, my team. <laughs> I'm like, all right, we're changing things, you know? And some of them are like, whoa, 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 like how, how quickly are we doing this? There's always <laughs> you know? pushback. We get it. Yeah. Uh, one company, fairly large company, uh, talked to the owner about it. He came on board and, and uh, uh, again, he, he succumbed to his people. He didn't, he went back to the old system that they had, even though ours was better. Right. And uh, I think that's a mistake. I think it's important to get feedback from your people, but change is good. Yeah, change is definitely good. And it, it shakes things up. It gets people thinking. And once they see it, once they're in there and the advantage of the alliance was in there that they needed and they just walked away. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's crazy. So tell me a little bit more about the alliance. I know you had said it's about having a network all throughout the country, but what does that, what does that mean? Well, Every, everybody that's in cross tracks has the ability to sign up for the alliance, okay? Because it's free in their plan. Okay. If you're just if you're an investigator, even if you're you've got your own agency license and you feel like you know you're not ready for a plan, you can sign up for the alliance and you could be seen by companies all over the country that may have a need for an investigator in that area. So and it doesn't cost them a dime to sign up for it. Right. Uh, can't guarantee work. Uh, that, that that was phase one. Phase two is going to be a little different. Uh, where we're going to be looking for the consumer side of it, not just the PIs where we have to advertise and we're going to drive attorneys, uh, individuals to the site and they'll pay a fee. 
Mm -hmm. uh, you know, to find investigators and, you know, professional investigators, they, they've got, uh, when you get in there and see it, you know, they can put down their specialties. They maybe, mm -hmm. you know, do missing persons or. Do you vet these people? You, you bear high licenses and things like that or, or not? We really? do. We do vet them. Mm -hmm. We go through it, but it's up to the, the user who's using them to double check the information. Right. When they go in there, we check licenses, insurance, auto, and uh, it come it comes to us. We we vet it, and if it's if it's missing something, we kick it back. Mm -hmm. But once it's put in there, it's up to the uh, you know the individual that's going to utilize them to talk to them because we're trying to build not just uh, you know oh John Smith in Oklahoma. Get on the phone and talk to him. You're going to have his contact information. You can talk to him. What's his experience? Do you want you know you may not want to use him. Right. Uh, and we we have we've had uh, we've had a good success so far of people you know, being in the Alliance and, uh, some people a little frustrated, they want more work, but, uh, you know, if you're not paying anything, you really can't complain, you know, yeah. you got to kind of wait it out and, uh, uh, you know, just wait for things to happen. Yeah. I think the important thing to remember too, is you should be sourcing your work from many different places, right? Yes. If you're counting only on that for to get your work, you're going to have problems too, right? So somebody who's, who's an aggressive entrepreneur, someone who's interested in actually being successful in business is always looking for different ways, different avenues to generate leads, right? So we, we say go to association events. If you deal with attorneys, go to bar events, find out where they're going to be. A lot of them do nonprofit fundraisers, right? So go yep. to the fundraisers. I'm going to one on Thursday. <laughs> I'm going to a dinner for a judge. You know, somebody is raising money for a judge. And I know some of my clients are going to be there and I'll be in the Bronx across from the courthouse at the Hard Rock Cafe, actually at Yankee Stadium, hanging out with, uh, with some judges and, and lawyers this week. But, you know, just being assertive to, to where you get your leads from. And this is only just one of the bullets for the clip, right? right. So having the, the alliance, yes, you'll get work out of it, but it's not the be all end all. And you can't say like, oh, I'm, I don't want to be a part of this because I'm not getting any work out of it. You may not, you know, you, but you may, depending on where you are. Like uh, for me, uh, again, I'm a member of World Association of Detectives. I'm a member of NCISS. I'm a member of NALI and I'm listed in New York. Do I get work from, from those? Well, guess what? You know how many other investigators from New York City are part of that association too? I'm not getting that work all the time. The call goes out, hey, do you know anybody that, that uh, I'm looking for somebody in New York to do it? And I'll reply to it and say, hey, I'm available to do it. But there's no guarantee I'm going to get that work because there's so many other investigators from that area. And it just may be a better fit with somebody else. So I can't base that opinion and say this is trash because I don't get work out of it. You're not doing it right. You, you know? got to compete. Yeah. You yeah. have to compete. It's like throwing the bait in the water, right? We're in Florida. We can talk about fishing, right? Yeah. You throw the bait in the water and something's going to come to eat it. <laughs> and you, you got to hook it though. You got to get it, right? Well, the one thing that's popping up now is uh, security. And you saw in my office here that uh, we're virtually paperless. Yeah. Uh, the thing that's exciting about this is that you're getting 256-bit encryption. Uh, the information is secured in three different locations around the country on two, two identical servers running at the same time. Uh, you may have 10 people in the office, three are on one server, you know, seven are on the other server. So, uh, you know, if one goes down, you just log out and log into the other one and you're back up and running. Right. Uh, but the security part is becoming really important in today's day and age because of, uh, you know, security breaches. Oh, all the time. And uh, I can't say, you know, knock on wood that uh, anything, uh, nothing's happened to date, but right. uh, they tell you when that target breach happened, they didn't know for, it was nine months earlier that it happened. Right, yeah. So we do everything we can to make sure that we've got, uh, and Amazon does a great job with their security. Uh, you know, uh, SOC 1, SOC 2, and SOC 3 is now a big deal. Mm. And uh, these entry-level guys that start up are getting the same system 
that the enterprise level people at the highest level my company is getting so they can go out there and compete with them. Right. I don't realize that. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, for them to want to compete, they've got the tools for it. And what they have to do is, you know, I mean, you got to be an entrepreneur. You can yeah. be the best investigator out there, but that's part of the, that's part of your business. Well, you got to be both, right? Yes. And, and there are plenty of guys out there that talk about this stuff. Kelly Riddle, John Hoda, you know, talking about, okay, so you want to uh, be a, an investigator or do you want to be a business owner? Got to be both. Right. You really have to be both. And eventually, guess what? You're just going to be a business owner if you're really, if you become successful in this business, you're a business owner, you're not an investigator. So it, it, it's about making that, that transit, uh, transition. I thought you, you brought up a really good point uh, marketing wise, right? When you are going to your clients and you're trying to close the deal, saying like, hey, I'm getting the same level of encryption that the enterprise clients are doing. Like, I didn't know that. That's great. That's, that's definitely a selling point giving a comfort level to the person you're trying to solicit business from, right? Your data, your information, it's encrypted. It's going to be safe to the same level as the, the big boys out there, which I think is, is awesome. We were actually talking earlier about Dropbox too, right? And being able to get away from, from using Dropbox and keeping everything in one place. And I think one of the frustrations that I have with my client base is I, and last year I had 110 law firms I did business with. So it's a good, good book of business. Everybody has their own way of doing things, right? They, they like it this way. They want it done this way. And I try and cater to them. And I'm coming to the realization that if I do want to take it to the next level, can't do that anymore, right? I got to set the, the, this is how we deliver our product, you know? And by using a system like yours where I don't have to forward things to them, I can just give them a link and they can go in themselves and pull down whatever they need and look at what they need. To me, that's a game changer. I think it's really, really great. So tell me some of the other benefits and things um, within the system that uh, an investigator could use that they might not even be aware of that, that you guys can do. Well, a lot of the first that we've done to develop, example, we, TIG was the first investigative firm uploading video 17 years ago. We were oh. the first ones doing it. And why did we do it? First year, we saved $40,000 on FedEx charges and even got rid of a person that used to, everybody, the people out there remember how to process video. Right. Well, we, I didn't want to do it. How can oh. we change those things? Uh, we so, have, so there's nobody locked in a dark room somewhere. <laughs> no, we cut that out. I mean, we saved, the, free. Yeah, we saved the video editor and, uh, uh, I was always looking at, you know, how can we streamline things and save money? Right. I mean, you know, without adding more people to do it right. because I try to employ people, people want to work 40 hours a week. They don't want to work part-time. There's a lot of investigators that don't get full-time work right. depending on the season. So a lot of the features that we have, you know, in addition to that is, uh, and I think we'll, I'm sure we'll get into this is the Delve Point integration, mm -hmm. also Scope Now yeah. integration. Two great companies. Yeah, they are. And yeah. uh, the CEOs, I've known those guys for a few years. They're great, respectable people. And uh, but look at any other case management systems out there; they don't have that. They yeah. don't have those integrations. Yeah, uh, we've been copied for quite a few times. We we started the GPS tracking, mm -hmm. which you don't have to use. We've got uh, a variety of things, roles and access that you can. Uh, I know I don't want my investigators seeing my client information. Right. Some people do. They don't yeah. have a problem with that. Yeah. I don't question what they do, but we gave, these are things that we learned as we went. Trial and Some people, and, and, you know, because we had it yeah. set up where they couldn't see it and they go, no, I want my guys to see it. Okay. We put those things in there. Right. So we react very quick to what the, what the, you know, the clients want us to do. But I got, I go through the features in this thing and, uh, you know, there, there's so many, there's too many to list and right. you may not use them all, right. uh, but they'll be there. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to send out monthly newsletters now to talk about these features, mm -hmm. uh, to show people, Hey, go try this. Right. Um, so tell me a little bit about the Delve point and the scope now integration. How does that work? Uh, 
originally we had another provider in here when it was just TIG. And uh, again, my background as an, as an industrial engineer was how can I save time? And uh, I figured out the time study from downloading a report, putting it on a letterhead, updating it into uh, our system. It was about 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, times how many times a year? Mm-hmm. And um, it was $40,000. Wow. By integrating an API integration that we had. Uh, the company didn't want to do it in the SaaS form. I called uh, the people in Tallahassee a couple hours up the road. They thought it was exciting for them. They came on board. They're exclusive. Yeah. Uh, when I run a, when I, uh, if we have a client that we have API direct in, I don't have to enter the file. And then when we, we run a comp report, we click Delve Point. It has the information in there. It pulls from that and automatically downloads the report. Yeah, it's in there already. I the, same, the same with Scope now. That's amazing. Yeah. If we want to run a social media yeah. report, it gives us the ability. And we, we communicate with uh, Rob Douglas yeah, at Rob, Scope yeah. now. And, uh, you know, if there's things that we want to need, they're very responsive. They yeah. just had an update. We changed some things to, mm-hmm. to better it for our users. Yeah. And again, TIG is the biggest user. So we want to make sure it works the best it can because we want more people to use it. Yeah. And that's the other thing. I think, I think you and Robert cut from the same cloth, right? You have that entrepreneurial spirit. You're like, you're always trying to make your product better. Rob spends a lot of money <laughs> on R and D. It's impressive to see like where he wants to go. And, it, and it's funny because he is in New York, right? So we, from time to time we'll have lunch or we'll, we'll chat on the phone or something. And he's always picking my brain always, you know, like, who are you using? And you know, what do you like about them? What do you not like about them? How can I make my product better? Like these are the questions, same type of questions you're asking your investigators or, or people, you know, in TIG that are, are using the product. You know, you're, you're soliciting input, right? It's not just like, oh, here it is, I'm done, I walk away and now watch all the money roll in. It's like, no, this is good, but it can be better, right? And that, that kind of spirit, those are the guys that are successful in this industry that, that do this kind of stuff. So what would you say to like the, the, the small mom and pop investigator out there or the, or the person who just retired from the force and they're, they're, they put their shingle on the door, it's, it's now day three and they're saying, okay, uh, what do I need to make sure I'm successful at what I'm doing? Um, what, what would you say to that person? They definitely need a case management system. They, mm-hmm. they should go on the internet, uh, look at a variety of different ones that are out there. Uh, the most important thing is you wanna pick a system that's been around a while mm-hmm. uh, because you know you don't want to go into your system one day and then six months later you can't access your information because they're out of business. <laughs> that would be a problem. Yeah, uh, our system, you know, we turned it into a SaaS. I think it's been about three years now, but overall it's been around seventeen years and it's not going anywhere. It's 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 building now. So for the the the, the investigator dummy, what does SAS mean? <laughs> Software as a service. Okay, there we go. (laughs) Forgive me. (laughs) And again, there's no contracts. Yeah. Uh, People have access to their information 24-7. If they want to leave, they can take their information with them. You know, we're not here holding it. I wanted to point out too is in our terms of service, we have an NDA that's built into it. For Mm -hmm. those people that are concerned about Crosstracks being owned by a a PI agency, uh, again, aside from my uh, pride and and, uh, something that... uh, I want to make sure that everybody has a comfort zone. You know, we're not going to take their information. It's just not, I'm not built like that. You'd go out of business very quickly. Exactly. I mean, I'm in the fraud business. So, you know, why would I be committing fraud? Uh, like I said, I don't know any of these companies uh, that are in there, maybe a few over the years, but yeah. uh, uh, I've got enough business. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're very methodical how we go after our business and it's a long process. Some accounts take years to develop. Yeah. So even if I gave you my top 10 clients with the contact and, and name, 
I'm, you're not going to get in there. Uh, I, I feel the same way about my clients. I mean, it, it, you just have a name brand and there's a comfort level. I don't worry about any of that stuff. And there have been times where even clients of mine have said, okay, you know, we're giving too much to satellite and we got to, you know, maybe bring another investigator in and, and, you know, they can't possibly handle everything. Let's have an, another person. And by all means, go ahead. Right. I don't own the world. You can work with whoever you want to work with, but man, every single time, three or four months later, I noticed an uptick in my work again. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, what happened? Oh, it didn't work out with the other guy. It happens. But, I mean, well, it does. And the thing is, is like they get comfortable to the way that you provide your service. And if you have a pride in it and you do a good job at doing it, it's not gonna be an issue. And you know, I have one client I've been doing business with for literally almost 15 years and I've seen it up and down, right? Up and down. And now like, okay, you know, they had a new uh, CFO came in, right? So he wanted to interview everybody and decide what he wanted to do. And it was his decision to bring in more investigators. It is what it is, right? I think he was there for like a year. And, and I actually became friendly with the guy and he understood what we were doing. I was actually sorry to see him go when he, when he left. But, you know, everybody that comes in, especially a, like a CFO, they, their job is to save the firm money. How are they going to do that? Well, let's audit the investigator we're spending too much money on this. You know, why, why are you doing, why are you charging for this? Why are you doing that? And uh, it, it happens, right? So I'm, I'm right there with you though. If you put a good product out and if you are organized using a case management system and your company gets comfortable in doing that, they're going to hold on to you. They're not going to want to move unless you like really screw something up. I talk to investigators all the time, mom and pops. Sure. And uh, I let them pick my brain. I, I you know, I'm, I don't, you know, giving, giving back, you know, is something that I don't have a problem with. I'm not giving them any, any, any secrets. They can go find it out on their own, but right. somebody that's been around for 21 years and, you know, we're well-respected in this industry and uh, we love to compete. Right. Every client that we have has other competitors out there and we just love to compete. Right. If they want to give us all their business, that's great. If they don't, that's fine too. Uh, and you don't want all your eggs in one basket. Well, that's true too. We'd had that like that 21 years ago when I told my business partner at the time, we need to diversify. Now more than ever, right? So with, with uh, this coronavirus out there that's going around, you know, it's going to affect business. And if you're doing business with a company that maybe either goes out of business or, or maybe has a big downturn where, you know, they are not going to be doing anything for three or four months. And if that's 75% of your business, you better hold on, yeah. <laughs> you strap your boots in and, and pray, right? That you're going to be able to make through it. I, I know I've met investigators over the years in New York. There was one guy um, and he was retiring after 18 years and he had a really good client and, um, he was bringing me in to replace him. And I was like, Hey, great. I love this account. Thank you so much for, for thinking of me. Who else are you doing business with? Cause I'd love to get that work as well. He goes, Oh, maybe one other firm. That's it. I was like, really? He goes, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, you've been in business for 18 years working for like two clients. He's like, yep. I was like, you're a brave man. That's I a lot of stress. I, I could never do that. <laughs> I mean, it, it, we're human, right? And one day they could decide they don't want to use you anymore. And then what do you do? And it could be just because they don't like blue shirts and you're wearing a blue shirt today, <laughs> like, you know, or, you know, there could be some, something else that you have no control over or they get fired and somebody else comes in and says, you know what, you're doing a great job, but I'd like to bring in my own team. It happens. Yeah. Totally. Personalities. I mean, a variety of reasons. That's oh, why, totally. you know, you're always trying to, you're always trying to add business because you're going to lose some accounts and we, yeah. we've lost some accounts over the years. Yeah. Uh, but no account has been a major part of our business. So right. 
it's replaced. Yeah, you have to you have to think that way, right? You got to be able to um, to place it right and to be able to to, to raise up something behind it, uh, and that's why you always got to be hustling. You can never just be satisfied with um, with the work, the amount of work that you have, because it could it could change. And by having a case management system like you offer, um, you have the ability to handle more work as well, right? Absolutely. So the more organized you are, the more work you're going to be able to handle. And the more time as the business owner, you can go out there and solicit more business, right? So it's a win-win for everybody. I think the rates that you're charging for it are very reasonable. And again, we were talking about it earlier. It's a write-off. <laughs> Come on, guys. It's a write-off. It's not coming out of your pocket. You got to look at it that way. You got to reinvest into your business. If you're going to grow your business, you should be taking a percentage of, of whatever your revenue is and reinvesting it back into your business, whether it be software, manpower. If you're not doing that, you're never going to grow. If you have an office and you don't have case management, it's just silly. Yeah. I mean, you can run out of your, we started in my partner's basement 21 yeah. years ago. Yeah. There was a starting point. I wish we had this software then. We used to use fax machines. So you're going to appreciate this. So my original case management system when I started uh, were pieces of paper and manila folders. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> right? I told I you earlier, yep. manila folders, they're everywhere. <laughs> the joke is that you worked for a company that manufactured manila folders, right? Correct. So yeah, so I had them broken down by counties, right? This is the work I have. I had each, each county in a manila folder and I would come in in the morning and take a look and see what was open because there was no case management system out there. There was no real system. And then, you know, you graduate to Excel, right? And then, you know, Excel comes into Dropbox and then now you're, you're how you can access it anywhere and do everything anywhere. But it, it is short-sighted to think that way. And I really um, encourage anyone listening that doesn't have a, um, a case management system to go give them a shot, you know, go check it out. You get a seven day free trial, right? Correct. And, um, you know, talk to um, customer service, Brad and Tina, I think is the other one. Correct. Um, that you have. Um, great people, very patient, which is really important. And uh, sometimes I have, uh, I feel like I have five thumbs when I'm typing stuff, right? I'm not, not really good at this stuff. So, okay. Hey, thanks for your time. I really appreciate this. This was great. I, I really enjoyed coming down uh, and checking out the facility. I think you guys have a, a great thing going here. And uh, I'm definitely sold on using this uh, management system. And I encourage people Again, take a look at it and make a decision whether or not it's uh, it's right for you. So thank you, sir, for your time. Thank you for serving again. And uh, uh, I look forward to seeing the next thing that, you, that, that you're going to come out with, that you roll out, because I know you're, you're not going to sh- just stop here. You're going to have other things. So. No, just watch. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for your time. Take care, everybody, and we'll see you on the next show. Thanks for checking out this episode. We'd like to thank Patrick for showing such great hospitality to Matt and for sharing his insight. Make sure you take advantage of the offer from Crosstracks. You can test drive it for free for seven days. Are you looking to network with other investigators and increase revenue? The Investigator Alliance, powered by Crosstracks, gives you exposure to companies looking for investigators in your area. Learn more at InvestigatorAlliance.com. We also want to thank Satellite Investigations for sponsoring the program. Now don't forget to contact them if you need any investigative work done in New York State. Next week, Matt welcomes Lacey Keller from Griffin Strategies to discuss big data and how to use it for your investigations. Now have a great week, stay safe, and thanks for tuning in to PI Perspectives.